Welcome to the Kate Cameron Podcast. I'm Kate Cameron, and I'm a subconscious coach, hypnotherapist, dream work coach, traveler, and writer. Every week, I'll be offering you the opportunity to dive deeper into the landscape of the subconscious mind, spirituality, and the nature of consciousness itself so that you can live your life with greater awareness, meaning, and ease. If you are interested in self-development, changing your patterns, and rewriting your story, then you've clicked on the right podcast. I'm passionate about helping you to understand and release subconscious blocks so that you can see through to your highest potential. I hope that you love today's episode. Let's dive in. Welcome everyone to episode six. I'm sitting here and joined by my friend and amazing yoga teacher, Angela Howell, who also lives here in the town of Nasara in Costa Rica. Um, And I'm really excited to have Angela here on the podcast today because she is somebody who has been really inspirational for me in my life and for so many other people here in this town that we live in. Um, She's really, really incredible. And I just have to introduce her to you via this podcast. So Angela, I'm so happy that you're here and I want to just thank you first of all for, for showing up and coming on. Thank you. I'm excited to share. I'm excited to, to talk with you about yoga, about Kundalini, and also about your journey just in coming to these things. And one of the things that's so amazing about your practice is how, how strongly you embody your teachings. So you're not somebody who just talks about them or you know, offers them. You, you really embody it and you really show other people how to do these things and how to really feel them. So I, I want to start by just asking you, you know, like what has led you to this point? What has made you develop a practice that is, is so strong and so powerful? Well, it's been quite a journey. It started actually in Costa Rica in 2002, was the very first yoga class I ever took. Um, and in that, I took a teacher training just for my own self-inquiry. I had no desire to be a teacher at all. But wow, that was quite a a journey of self-inquiry and seeing parts of myself and exploring parts of myself and getting to know parts of myself that like I was really disconnected from and forming healthier programs and patterns and belief systems. And then I journeyed to Vancouver in 2008. And that was actually 2006, I landed in Vancouver and um, was just waitressing and, you know, just enjoying life. And then when my dad passed away in 2006, I really, you know, obviously felt a loss inside of me. And I stumbled upon this yoga studio in Vancouver called Semper Viva. And I remember walking into this studio Um, just looking for something to feel the like sadness of my dad passing and saw a kundalini class. I was like, I don't even know what that is, but okay. And I jumped in and I remember that class and how it transformed my life. Like something inside of me, like just felt a certain way that I don't think I'd ever felt in my entire life. So, so that was my like introduction. And the way this teacher taught was very unique. It's not, she studied Yogi Bhajan style Kundalini, 
but she'd morphed it into this more modernized, like rocker, fun, like new age kind of way of still using the science of Kundalini, but in a more accessible way. Like we didn't have to wear white and we didn't have to, you know, wrap our head in the, in the white cloth and you could wear what you wanted. And she was very modernized in like her music and it was an like incredible experience. So from then I jumped in and did my teacher training in 2008. And it's just been a journey of, you know, Kundalini hands down changed my life. Like it, it really supported me when I lost my dad and it pulled me out of an existence of serving and waitressing and drinking too much and doing too many drugs and just like, you know, being caught in the golden handcuffs of waitressing and making all this money. Um, but it put me on a different trajectory. So I did the teacher training at Semperviva and like immediately started working there and teaching there and was a part of that community for, for seven years. Changed my life forever and ever. You know, I, I really evolved in my, my teaching there in really taking the way that my teacher taught, taking the science of Kundalini taught by Yogi Bhajan and morphing it into now, you know, my very unique brand and expression of what I call modern Kundalini. Now I, some days I just show up to class and download Kriyas, like they just, they literally just come through me. I don't think about them. I just show up to class, scan the room, read the energy, pick a playlist and just like flow with it. Wow. And I, I want to come back to what you just said about, about your personal brand and, and what makes your class unique, because I feel like that's, that's really, really important. But I also think it's so interesting how you said, you know, you, you found yoga and you found your practice at a time where things were not going well, right? Mm -hmm. Like you had just lost your dad. You felt like you were, you know, like, you were in a job that you were maybe working too hard at and you know you were you were having things in your life that just were not fulfilling you in, in the way that you wanted to be fulfilled and that's when you found this and I find that so interesting because I feel like so many people that I talk to myself included like we don't find these practices when everything is going perfectly it's not like we're like oh everything's perfect today I think I'll just go to yoga and start start healing myself it's so often it's like when we're in these dark places that we really find this this light and it's really transformative and I I really honestly believe that like that some of the strongest teachers that I know are the ones who have who have felt those lows right because or felt those those places of discomfort and I know we all go through those but yeah. the people who can really feel those and and transform them via a yoga practice or art or music or whatever it might be for whoever that has such incredible power and that's that's what makes you so great at what you do is like people nobody in your class you know says like oh Angela's just teaching she doesn't actually like know what she's talking about or feel it it's like you can tell when somebody feels it they've experienced the benefits they've really like been there right been through the, the process of transformation transmuting or our old stuff and, and strengthening who we are. I just think that's a really important point to highlight because this is something that, that you know, you can find at any point in your life if things are going okay for you or if they're not. 
you can really find something and, and use it to transform your life. Um, so I just, I just wanted to touch on that because I find that so interesting. And then the second thing, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to hear you explain more about what your personal style of kundalini or of yoga is because it's unlike any other class that I've ever been to. So can you tell us a little bit more, like, yeah. what can people expect from your class? I already know, but people right, listening right, might not right. know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's perfect that you say that, because I find a lot of people that, you know, have taken my classes that come from other parts in the world, and they get, like, this experience, and they're like, wow, I'm so excited, like, thank you, I'm going to go back to wherever I live and, like, do this practice. And then I get a message being like, I can't find anybody that teaches like you. Like, I went to Kundalini, but that's not what you do. You do something like not this, <laughs> very different. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I take, um, I mean, so starters, if you're new to Kundalini of any type, be it Yogi Bhajan Kundalini or modern Kundalini or whatever other kind of Kundalini there is out there, um, it is an ancient science. You know, I respect the the science of the Kriyas. There's, in Yogi Bhajan, there's 8,000 Kundalini Kriyas. Kriya meaning action. Um, the action that you take to support whatever it is we're working on. So be it the nervous system, the liver, the kidneys, the heart, addiction, depression, like you name it, there's a Kriya for it. So I, I you know, really respect that and honored that and in that, that gave me the inspiration to then be like, well, I want to create my own Kriyas. So now my classes, a lot of the time, they're really um, an expression of what's going on in my own personal existence. Like you show up to class and a lot of the time I'm a very open book. I'll explain, you know, I just had a huge fight with my boyfriend and he pointed out that, you know, I am seeing the world through the eyes of a victim. And then I'll explain what that means to me. And then I'll pick a Kriya about rising from being the victim into victorious. And then I'll just create a playlist. My playlists are like hands down my favorite thing to do. You know, my music to me is the foundation for my Kriya. So I will create a playlist with all kinds of epic, inspiring, uplifting, inspirational music and from that I will create kriyas and exercises that go accompanied with the music that I'm playing and the eyes are closed and it's a really active like you're gonna get a workout you're gonna like work out the mind you're gonna work out the body you're gonna work out the spirit there's mantras which in themselves carry you know very powerful frequency satnam being one of the most powerful and frequently used kriyas and kundalini meaning truth is my identity mm -hmm. by chanting that it's like your tongue taps on the roof of your mouth which types a specific code which changes the chemistry in your body like it is a science it is a technique it is a really powerful way of expressing so I kind of just, yeah, I make my own unique Kriyas up dependent on what's going on in my own personal existence, dependent on what's going on in the world, you know, with this pandemic happening. I'm trying to be more mindful of teaching more classes that are supportive to the nervous system, that are grounding, that are, you know, connecting us to our roots, to our hearts, you know, like coming back to these more 
solid frequencies in the world in a time when there's a lot of chaos going on in the world and we need that stable frequency within ourselves to support humanity on a whole and so yeah my classes are they're fun they're energizing they're empowering they're detoxifying emotions people tell me all the time you know oh my god i never I just wanted to cry in your class, <laughs> like emotions just came up and, you know, I've been told once when I was working at this one studio, oh, I heard about you, you're the teacher that makes people cry and I was like, oh, I don't make people cry, I just, you know, hold space for that energy to be moved and that's the idea with Kundalini, removing the stuck energy, the stagnant energy, the dormant energy, it's called the yoga of awareness to wake us up. My teacher mm -hmm. in Vancouver would call it, you know, the yoga to unlock your full potential, to like really help you to evolve and grow and access this innate divine power that resides within all of us and use it in a way that is benefiting you, your family, your community and the world. Like really sharing your gifts, sharing your light, sharing your power, sharing your truth in an authentic way and that's for me why I teach I want to help people to come back to that and like get in alignment with what it is that's most important how do you want to live how do you want to show up what are your values what are your morals what's working what's not let's be honest about these areas of the you know your existence that are nourishing you and let's be honest about these areas that maybe aren't and what can we do to make changes to really live a life that is healthy happy joyful abundant and like truly in alignment with our heart our satnam wow and i i feel like that is what makes your your classes so powerful is that they are so rooted in authenticity it's not about you know like love and light or you know you have to feel a certain way you're you're like i'm gonna show up i'm gonna be real with you you know provide the space for people to be real with themselves to move these things like you talked about one of the things that i love that you you often say too is like like you're doing it for yourself but you're also doing it for the world and i, th I think you always say like to the heart of humanity right yeah and so that is is such a beautiful thing especially I mean, I remember when you when I first started taking your classes, I thought that was beautiful. And then everything happened in the world, like pretty quickly everything kind of went dark overnight, right? About a year ago when coronavirus, coronavirus happened and everything started to change. And I think now when you say that, it takes on a whole, a whole new meaning and a, it has a deeper layer to it because we really are, you know, we're doing the work for for the whole of humanity, for, for all of what's going on. There's so much so much suffering right now, so much darkness, and so many things that, that could use this light and use this healing, and that's that's so important. And I totally agree with what you said about about your music too. Like your music is so so good. And so many people that I talk to who have been to your class, they're always like, Angela's music is the best, hands down. <laughs> And I think it's also because like the, the music that you pick, it's not just the music that you pick, but it's also like your commitment to it. Because I find like I'm a teacher myself and sometimes I'll play a song, but I'll play it like maybe sort of softly or like sometimes I pick a song and, and partway through the, I'm like, oh, did I pick the right song? <laughs> you know, I'll kind of yeah, second yeah. guess myself a little. But you, you like fully create the experience for people and you let the music be loud and you let it hold space and you let it really 
really amplify what needs to be amplified. And you and I were talking the other night actually just about, we were talking about surfing and how surfing makes you feel the moment. And, and I think music is one of those things as well that really, really takes us into the moment. If you think about like when you hear that, that song that just makes your heart lurch, you know, it's like you are there and there's nowhere else you can possibly be. And I think you really create that space for people to be there. And, and that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I know the power behind. I mean, we've all experienced that when like a song comes on and either the memory of that song takes you to a place that's like, oh, like makes you feel a certain emotion or just mm -hmm. what the lyrics in that song are saying are so divinely important for you to hear at that point in time that it just like makes you burst into tears or gives you goosebumps all over your body or just like touches a part of your soul that like mm. maybe needed a bit of awakening at that point through the the profound like creation of the artist you know and I do I, I don't I try not to talk very much in class with kundalini it's a lot of repetition mm -hmm. you know eyes closed focus in do certain exercises for three five seven eleven minutes and you go into this movement meditation with self and with the music you know I'll mm -hmm. sprinkle in little whatever comes through me at that point in time to help like amplify what I'm expressing and what the intention of the class is to try to like really hone it in of like you know today is about self-love and you know I'll, I'll say something in regards to self-love but more importantly I really try to be quiet as much as I can and let the music you know be the support of the inspiration and the you know the, the teacher let the music like support that experience yeah and it really gives people the opportunity to go to to go within in a safe space like you said like closing your eyes with all the repetition doing those things and like you also because of, of the way that you teach and the style that you have there's so much freedom like sometimes we're kind of just dancing in certain poses or certain yeah. certain parts of the practice you yeah, know yeah. you'll say like okay just move in whatever way feels good right now and it's like that element of exploration is so healing i think to so many people and also so different from what most people think of when they think of let's say like traditional kundalini people often often when i recommend your class to people who don't who've never been here before and they don't know you i be like i just don't like kundalini it's not really my thing yeah. <laughs> and i'm like no, no 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 like you have to try this and they're like no really i really don't like it <laughs> because i think you know, so many people are used to it being very dogmatic and restrictive and sort of like there is no right way except for this black and white set of, of rules. Um, but the way you teach really allows people to have have autonomy in what they're doing and really feel into to, to the personal experience of being who they are. Absolutely. That's something that was really really important to me and that was taught by my teacher you know mm -hmm. Gloria Latham is 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 phenomenal woman who took you know the the traditional she did the the 3HO training in Yoga West and studied you know the Yogi Bhajan style of it and and took that information and was like I'm gonna try to create a studio that is Kundalini but like a unique expression of kundalini and you don't have to wear white and you don't have to wrap your head and 
I'm not going to follow the Korea specifically and I'm going to play, you know, rocker music or reggae music or whatever the music and I'm not going to do as long of volts, you know, in the more tradition yeah. sometimes you're doing things for 31 minutes and I mean, if I was new to Kundalini and I came to class and you made me hold my arms out for 31 minutes, I probably wouldn't come back. I'd be like, well, I guess that wasn't for me personally. You know, I do respect the like the 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 long the longer time holds when you've been doing it for a longer period of time. Like that gets you into like a deeper strength inside of yourself to get out of the physical body and get into the mental body and support yourself through the mind. Mm. You know, I respect that avenue of it and there is definitely a time and a place for for that but what i'm teaching is a lot of people that yeah have never done kundalini have never done this style of kundalini um and so yeah my teacher gave us the freedom of just you know here's the kriyas respect the kriyas and then like create an expression of you through these kriyas and give people the freedom to like you know express themselves in a more free way you know mm -hmm. so yeah. that is something that I've always really tried to hold spaces like yeah breaking free of the dogmas and the patterns and the programs and giving people the space to like move a different way and be a different way and that is the thing with the kundalini it's really unique ways of moving the body that we don't normally move on a day-to-day -day basis that is going to move energy that is dormant and stuck and not used to being expressed in that way to like free ourselves of drama and trauma and suffering and old belief patterns to just like whoosh, liberate us yeah and i know that you're also a, a big fan of dr joe dispenza yeah dispenza as well and you've been to his advanced his training. advanced training yeah and i can feel that from you too when you're teaching because um, you know, obviously you're teaching the yoga, but you also you bring in a lot of a lot of visualization and a lot of of applying what what you're feeling and what you're doing to situations in your life, like in that very moment. It's not like oh, do this now and then go home and and change what you're doing. It's like imagine you're doing it now, like you're smashing up the old beliefs and things like that. Can you tell a little bit about how that piece of it has has been important to you in your own journey or, or how you've enjoyed like sharing that with other people? The Dr. Joe part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Dr. Joe, wow, that also, <laughs> like we were talking about things come to you at like the divine time to help you. Um, I went into quite a dark place of like depression, anxiety, suicidal, like, like a switch. I remember waking up one morning and being like, oh my god like where did my soul go and why do I want to kill myself like it was the weirdest thing that happened I can't like maybe five years ago or something um and I struggled like with this this sensation of like that wasn't mine I was living in this beautiful home I was living in Costa Rica working doing what I love surfing every day lots of family lots of friends la 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 and I was in a really dark place, like out of, felt like out of nothing. And I struggled with that for a number of years, like in this depression and in this anxiety and in this, like just praying to die. Like I was just like, I don't wanna live anymore. Like this is fucked up and you know, I don't wanna be in this planet. I don't wanna exist like in this way, it's, it's too hard. And so of course in that, being who I am and needing to find a solution, it was like, I tried 
every different plant medicine you could possibly think of being in the land of the abundance of plant medicines here in Costa Rica. So I was doing all kinds of ceremonies of all different kinds, you know, all the ayahuasca and the ayaboga and the mushrooms and the peyote and like all the therapists and, you know, anything that I could try to think of that would help me understand what the root of this suffering was. And then I found Dr. Joe and, and a friend of mine recommended him and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm like, I'm re like, I'm really like, you could tell me to like put my head in the toilet and flush it five times because it may help my depression and I would do that. I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> if it may be help me, I'll put my head in the toilet and flush it. <laughs> like, like I was like, tell, whatever, like I will try anything at this point. Um, and a friend of mine recommended Dr. Joe and I was like, yeah, I kind of heard about him. And I did a few of his meditations and I was like, whoa, like there's something here. So, um, I actually did his progressive, which is an online program. Um, I can't remember the, I think it's a week or something. And you do, you do this online program and you get all this information. Um, no, it's longer than that. I can't remember the details, six weeks or something. Um, but I remember taking this, this, this progressive training online and like listening to his talks and doing his meditations. His meditations are like minimum 45 minutes to an hour and a half. And I just dove into these meditations and I did them every single day for months. And then I really started to see a change in my mental state and my well-being because he's talking about, you know, like pulling the mind out of the body and reprogramming and visualizing yourself in your dream life and feeling it, you know, and sitting in meditation and whilst sitting in my home, like, He's guiding you through this meditation where it's like, oh, like I'm at peace and I'm happy and I feel it in my cells. Like I feel like this state of peace in my cells. And then slowly, 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 like the chemistry inside of my body, like started to change. And I was free of the depression. <laughs> you know, I was free of the anxiety. I was free of the wanting to kill myself. Um, and so because it had such an impact on me, me and a few friends from here flew to Cancun and did his week long advanced training where like you're meditating all day long in this beautiful environment and, and like that really like pulled me out of a really dark place in my life and so I, I use his his information in my classes like the power of like visualizing the way that we want to be right now if right now I'm depressed but I sit and I visualize like peace and feel peace in myself then like my body doesn't know the difference, you know, it is going to slowly, slowly regenerate, reprogram, transform from the state of depression into the state of happiness or joy or whatever. And I mean, it works. It's, it's a real thing. He's a neuroscientist and like I tried it out and like it really, it really works. Yeah. What I, I think is so interesting about that too is that you mentioned in the beginning when you, when you first started feeling that depression, if you were to look at your life from the outside or if you know a random person were to look at your life from the outside they would think that everything was great right you're living in costa rica your family friends everything seems fine and yet you know you weren't you weren't feeling like that on the inside and i think that that's so often the case for so many people like i know i've also been through my darkness and it's 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 a similar thing like i'll i'll go through those periods and then i'm like actually you know i have all these things that are are going 
you know, in a positive way for me, all these things that are going right for me. And I think a lot of people struggle with that, with feeling like, you know, depressed, anxious, suicidal. Honestly, I think more people go through that than we realize. And how, how key it is to recognize that it's not what's outside of us that is the most important. It's actually how we're feeling inside. So by changing the way that you were feeling, that's how you're able to, to overcome it, to flip the switch. Exactly. Well said. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like, oh, I needed to, you know, go get more massages or paint my house or buy myself a new outfit. Like there was nothing on the external world that would change the internal. I needed to change the internal in order to feel better in the incredible external that I already had, you know, and that was the the key that unlocked my my suffering yeah and many other things but like that was that was one of the many <laughs> yeah and yeah. that's a huge one yeah that's incredible and I think it's inspiring as well for anyone who who might be listening who ever goes through those periods of time to to recognize that you know that that's available for you too and you know Angela you had the incredible experience of of studying this with, with Dr. Joe and and you know going to Cancun and all those things but always the work was it was happening within you. Mm-hmm. And so anyone who ever feels that way, you know, just, just know that you always have the ability to go in and to, yeah. to do this work on yourself. And I think that's the most, I mean, I have to come back to that time and time and time and time and time again. It's like the solutions to the challenges that I'm facing a lot of the time for myself personally, um, if I come back to that inner awareness and that inner commitment, for me it's meditating. Like I just, if I take the time every single day to sit on my mat and and come back to that inner wisdom and that ability to reprogram from the inside out you know to visualize a healthier existence a happier existence a peaceful existence a you know abundant existence you know and i do you know a physical practice of you know kundalini specific to whatever it is that i'm working on but like my ability to empower myself to heal myself from whatever it is that i'm going through is always there Yet sometimes I'll forget and I'm like reaching out, you know, as I know I'm reaching out like, okay, can I get a past life reading and I need a tarot reading and I need a Kashuk records reading and someone else tell me what's happening inside of me, you know, rather than (laughs) Mm -hmm. me just being like, Ange, you know this, just sit down, (laughs) do the work, get clear, Mm -hmm. listen to what the inner divinity, you know, is trying to tell you and have the courage to hear it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's such an important thing to realize too because I don't think anyone is really taught that growing up, at least not um, not societally. You know, maybe you have like a teacher or a caregiver, parent or friend or somebody who invites you to think that way. But I think from a very, very young age, we're kind of taught that everything exists outside of us. So we're taught we need to reach and grab and I want this. And if I don't get that, then, you know, everything's gone to hell. And if, if so-and-so gets this and I can't have it. And we have such this idea that everything is outside of us. So I think that's, that's why there's so much anxiety and so much, 
so much suffering is because we're not we're not really directed to look at our own power very often and so that's why i think practices like this like yours and and returning like you said like returning to that idea doesn't mean we we don't fall out of it sometimes because we're human absolutely but it's so important to recognize that we do have that power it's crazy yeah <laughs> so angela i don't want to take up too too much of your time today but i'd love to just just ask you if there's one thing that you think the world needs right now one thing that that you can leave us with what Ooh. what advice would you <laughs> would you give <laughs> um yeah i think on a global level on a global scale like we're being asked to awaken and to reprogram and to like detox <laughs> ways of being so i mean there's a there's a few things that come up and like there's this just um commitment to self is really important right now like whatever it is that best nourishes and supports you do that like that is our responsibility right now is to really take care of ourselves in the best possible way be it the foods that we're nourishing our bodies with the practices that you know reconnect us to that inner divinity the environments that we're choosing to put ourselves in the people that we're choosing to spend our time with the thoughts that we're choosing to think about ourselves and others the words that we're choosing to speak towards ourselves and others and just having this like real conscious awareness to how we are existing mm -hmm. the things that we're doing with our time the like all the things like just having you know not in a stressful way but like in a joyful way also like reminding ourselves of this like ability to still in the chaos of what's going on in the world to like choose a more joyful nourishing way to exist with ourselves with our family with mother earth with our communities with everyone and to trust like this is happening i know in every cell of my being like this is happening for us not to us you know this isn't like you know a curse on us like this in the greater scheme of things i think is going to create healthier ways of existing in the world through this all and so right now it's it's our responsibility to really take care of ourselves and one another in the best possible way wow that's so powerful and so well said <laughs> set now <laughs> so Angela for anyone who, who's been listening to this who wants to connect with you or work with you or learn more about you and your story what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you um two options you can either send me a Facebook message Angela Howell or you can send me an Instagram message and that's Angela Howell love on Instagram Amazing. And, and your last name has one L or two L? Two. Two. Okay, beautiful. And I'll drop that as well into the description of the podcast episode. So you guys can also look there if you want to check it out and, and connect with Angela there. 
Um, and I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time, for sharing your energy. And it's always really inspiring to see you, like the conversation that we were having before we started this podcast, for example, like, you know, there's stuff happening in, in the personal life, right, for, for everyone. And like, we were just having a conversation. We're both, you know, in places where we've gone through some stuff. And I just, I find it so inspiring that like, despite all those things, you, you just always keep moving forward in a positive way. <laughs> and that's been my experience of, of you and, and it's, it's beautiful. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on this. I'm really, I'm stoked that you have created this and that you're sharing this and like connecting with all types of people to, yeah, help share their gifts, their light, their expression of self. I think that's really important right now. So thanks for, for being a container to, you know, offer that up to a lot of people to help the world in a, in a better way. So thank you. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to today's episode. I sincerely hope that this episode added some kind of value to your life in some way, shape or form. And if it did, please share this episode with anyone in your life that you think will get value out of it too. Share the content, leave me feedback, and let me know what you liked about this episode so that I can bring more of that to you. Thank you so much for being part of this community, and I can't wait to see you soon in the next episode. Thank you.